Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Ike Feldman, hanging out with my boy, Mr. Harry Mac Daddy. He's officially <laughs> taking on the last name of Daddy. You know, some people can change their last names like Chad Johnson to Chad Ochocinco. Yes, there is somebody now, Harry Mac Daddy. He has to update all the social media. But That's right. if you're trying to follow him before he updates it, at BB Harry Mac. M-A-C, Mac. This dude is on the scene, the local scene, way before Ike, me, showed up. <laughs> I'm just trying to be a part of the team and, I don't know, be part of the, the Four Eyes team, which is yeah. uh, I, I totally joined. No, nobody, Justin Montavo, who uh, is going to be a center of, of a topic of, of discussion over the next couple minutes with Harry, wears glasses but won't publicly join the the four eye club but my fellow member of the four eye club mr harry mac aka daddy what's up brother hey i'm good man i'm good i, I appreciate you having me on uh it's been been a long time coming yes sir and thank god this is like i'm glad we made it to this point it, it's been a couple of weeks in the making but uh I, i'm just glad we're this is as face to face in uh 2022 as it's, <laughs> you know, this is uh this is pretty norm uh, i wanted to do like uh, one of those like quick hitter interviews with the fighters like when you hear this word what what, what do you think of normalcy essentials and i just want to hear their one word answers and i think <laughs> we might get some uh, crazy answers i wasn't even trying to instigate uh the man who is fighting this friday for roc 75 dennis bazookia who you did an amazing interview with man Oh, thank cool. you. Thank you. I, I appreciate like, uh, that the actual notebook style. Like I had a notebook. You had it. The, the, the new notebook style. With, yeah, there you go. It was very cool. Uh, the way you weaved in and out of your questions with, with humor, with wit, um, <sighs> no stutters. Uh, oh, you're, you're making me blush. Ike. Dude, it was <laughs> phenomenal. I, I'm glad that uh, we, we can connect, but yeah, man, I wasn't even trying to instigate Dennis and all of a sudden, I said the wrong year and he goes into a freaking mass thing. And I go, Oh my God. I go, I literally told him before the interview, I go, dude, I'm not like these other, uh, media members. I'm not going to instigate you or do anything. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, doesn't, doesn't take much. Sometimes I, I think that's a sign that things are starting to calm down. The, the cloud of darkness is slowly coming out behind us. And, uh, I think a, a big, beginning of that is this weekend with the back-to-back -back events you're going to be in connecticut are you going to be in atlantic city the night before february 18th no i i couldn't swing the uh the, the double trip i would have loved to honestly it would have been awesome but uh yeah i'm going to be up there uh tomorrow i'm leaving tomorrow after work uh yeah i'll get up there and then be up there friday morning for the weigh-ins all that good stuff hopefully right. uh sh hopefully shoot some stuff with uh, our, our buddy kid marvelous justin montalvo Aviv Ghazali, uh, yeah, it's going to be a big weekend, man. It's a great weekend of violence. I'm asking you now. I might have to uh, use some of your footage. I know the, uh, <laughs> what is it? Who is it? Will, uh, of course. Will Harris, Anatomy of the Fighter? Is mm -hmm. it? The UFC just ripped his footage without giving credit. Yeah, but I saw that. That sucks. Rip your footage. I will totally give you uh, credit. Uh, <laughs> for those of uh, you that don't know, I'm doing a little mini documentary on Justin, so yeah, man, if you're doing some Friday stuff, that, that's going to be awesome. Uh, shh, lucky you could get out there, man. I got a, uh, a couple of extra limbs going on in my life. I got a baby boy, a <laughs> wife. I got a, a couple other things going on. But uh, you are free hey, balling. Listen, and priorities. God bless you, man. You know what? One day, uh, uh, if this back-to-back -back thing ever happens, we might have to do like a, a swap carpool. You do a Friday, I do a Saturday, <laughs> or vice versa. Okay, Man, we, we got to take over. We could do maybe a freaking if 
everything lines up. We do one of those Fred Akamoto years ago with Ariel Hawani on ESPN. Yeah, yeah, the little road shows. All right. Justin Montalvo gets on the scale. He looks a little nervous. Oh. Oh, he's falling over. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever heard those? Those weights? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the OG, uh, like MMA hour, OG Hawaii stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. Pre, Pre-Disney. So how the hell did you get into the mixed martial arts scenes? And are, are you are originally from Long Island? I am, yeah. I, I grew up uh, in Port Washington out here. I'm, uh, I'm in Glen Cove these days. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, this Shout is, this is where cabaret. I'm from. And yeah. And uh, yeah, man, I, you know, I grew up and I think, you know, one day I was just like, first of all, I remember my buddy had one of the video games. I think it was like UFC, like one or two. And like, we played, we played so much of that shit with, uh, it was the one with like Lesnar on the cover, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 2010 is when it. Yeah. Yeah. About around, around that time. And then, yeah, I remember like just scrolling on TV one day and it was, uh, Hold on. Like, I saw, I saw tough. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. That is the one. I got it, man. I got it. Yeah, dude. We used to play so fucking much of that shit. And so then, like, you know, you go home and, like, like, all right, let me type these guys into YouTube, you know? Like, you, you see all the highlights. You're like, oh, this is fucking dope. And then, like, yeah, you know, then, then you see tough and all that stuff. Like, I remember one of, the, one of the things that got me into MMA, like, one of my, like, earlier experiences watching MMA was, do you remember the show Bully Beatdown on MTV? Oh, Dan Miller. It was, oh, yeah, it was Mayhem Miller. And, dude, they brought in, like, they had, like, Andre Arlovsky fought on that shit. And, like, Ty, like Tyron Woodley, like, guys who went on to be UFC champions. Yeah, we're fighting, like, average fucking bums. It oh, was incredible. God. I was like, this is, this is so face. fucking cool. <laughs> champion freaking fight that just that just that we could get into a very very deep discussion of fighter pay but that just says a lot right there yeah that's a fact but uh yeah it was like holy shit like these guys like you know what i mean it wasn't even just like like just nobody's fighting it was guys who would go on to be like very very well-known fighters you know what i mean i was like oh this is dope as hell and then uh yeah man i just you just start following the sport and um yeah, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, a buddy and me, we, we started this, uh, you know, this little dumb website we do, the Bookie's Basement. And uh, yeah, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to like post my way into covering this sport. And uh, yeah, we started just like me and my, my co-host Ross. We would just like basically like, you know, we're, we're like cold calling. We're like sending DMs, sending emails, just like whoever we could get on, you know, and we always like you know, I'm a Long Island guy. Like I grew up watching Weidman. Like that was a big part of like why I fell in love with the sport. It was like, you know what? Like, you know, this dude's like, uh, you know, he's not so different from me other than the fact that he's a genetic freak and, uh, you know, a fucking an, an athlete and all of those things. But it's like, you know, he's a, he's a homegrown Long Island kid, the all American, like, I don't know what's not to love about that story, you know? And then you got Rage and Al and Aljo and all these guys. And, uh, yeah, man, it's crazy that, uh, I, you know, I grew, I, I like kind of grew up watching these guys, you know, like I came into the sport with like them coming into the sport uh, in their pro careers. And yeah, now getting to like, you know, just rub elbows with some of these guys and, uh, you know, like, hey, we were hanging out with Weidman at a, an ROC event in, in Atlantic City uh, a couple months ago, like, you know, seeing Al and Aljo and Marab and Farola and all these guys at the gym. It's, uh, it's fucking crazy, man. I, I'm, I'm very grateful for everybody who, for some reason, continues to give us the time of day. One hundred percent, man. It you hear all these stories, even on Rogan, he talks about Ray Longo, Matt Sarah, and you see Matt Sarah, who's like punch a hole in his fucking chest. <laughs> I want you to poke. Yeah, exactly, man. Uh, you see Sarah, just like local guys doing a show with Jim Norton. He's like Dana White's best friend. It's like yeah. it's pretty amazing, man. And you just. It's yeah, the the UFC champs, uh, Chris Weidman, Matt Serra, Aljamain Sterling. I mean, freaking hats off, of course, always to Al uh, Yaquinta for going five rounds with Khabib, the only person to go five rounds with Khabib on a That's day to notice after training for Paul Felder, UFC 223. Amazing stuff there. And it's like they're within. He's a legend of the game. 
Oh man, I was kind of a douche in my last interaction with uh, Al Quinta. I'm like like <laughs> such a aquatics grandmother. The way I warm up, like I have to like roll around the mat, basically like a Dylan Montello warm up where you're doing your. Oh, like, dude, don't you don't got to tell me when I go to the gym. I spend I have to spend like five minutes just stretching my hips out, or like I I will blow one of them out, like hundred percent. I'm talking like forty minutes for me to get loose. <laughs> and Al's doing bench, and he goes. You want to hop in here? And I was like, all these theories, like you see the hangover when uh, Zach Galifianakis got all the numbers. <laughs> entering the matrix real quick. <laughs> exactly. The the fourth one just sucked. But it's like <laughs> Al presents this opportunity. I'm it was a, like cool factor. Oh, man, my warm up factor. I'm like judging everything. And I'm like, Al, uh, I got a long warm up. He's like, <laughs> all right. Like you're lost, buddy. He's like, you had a chance to live with a local legend. I, do you know the bagel boss? Or the bagel boss doesn't know you. He knows me. And I, was like, I regretted it after I started doing my little grandma warm up. But it's just, yeah, man, it, it's amazing. And I'm surprised they don't have like 2,000 members in that gym. It's like, you're surprised. I, it wouldn't be like a Walmart factory. It's literally like just casually you could walk in i'm just assuming it's just the intimidation factor that more local people aren't training yeah i think that's definitely a part of it but uh yeah man no i mean you know everybody there is like uh, you know like unbelievably welcoming unbelievably like generous with like time and, and knowledge and everything like you know it's it's a very welcoming environment people are you know as long as you go in there and you're you're positive and like you know, when you're there, you're there and you're, you're trying to work like people, you know, people respect it. People will help you out. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's an awesome thing. It's something I'm, uh, again, you know, like very, very grateful for. It's like, uh, you know, I had some, some health stuff. Like I, I got two bum hips with five fucking screws in them. And, uh, definitely never thought that I would be able to be like doing, doing this shit again. And, uh, you know, like everyone was very understanding of all of that. Like very like, all right, you know, play it slow, play it like, you know, get there. And, uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's quite an environment, but I definitely understand that. Like, uh, yeah, it's intimidating when you walk in there for the first time, man. And you you look up and there's the fucking, you know, Sarah and Weidman with the UFC championship belts on the banners, and then you know a dozen other UFC fighters, high level fighters. Like, I definitely understand how it's intimidating, but uh, no, I mean, dude, if you're if you're on Long Island, it's like something you've thought about. Like, I I, I couldn't recommend it enough. Seriously. And there's guys of like every skill level in there. You know what I mean? Like there's no shortage of absolute killers in there, but there's also guys like me who are just regular guys. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not built like these fucking guys. I can't do the shit that they do, but uh, I, I can still have fun trying. <laughs> uh, there's the modest Mac, the at BB Harry Mac. Yeah, exactly. Just the that's modest. just being modest. That's it. How's it going with the ladies, man? Come on. You are a well-spoken <laughs> guy. You obviously have confidence to walk into this temple of Shaolin Knights as we're talking about. Come on, man. How, how's a single guy on Long Island? It's been a, it's been a while for me. <laughs> always good. I'm, I'm taken at the moment, but we're, we're, oh. we're always doing good. We're happy. Okay. How long? <laughs> how long? Uh, not too long. <laughs> what are we talking about? Like three months? No, no, like, uh, like, I don't know, like a little, little, little short of a year. The, ooh, the year is a big, it's a big, number, yeah, big milestone. There you go. How'd you treat the, uh, Valentine's day? Uh, it was good, man. It was good, man. That's big. That's a big first Valentine's day. Very important. Yeah. Yeah. That's facts. I feel like we don't want to get into this. <laughs> i just i don't do uh you know i don't i don't do the personal life all that much i try and try my best to keep it all separate but Russ doesn't want it what out are you there. gonna do <laughs> yeah exactly no you guys do fantastic stuff at bookies basement the bookies basement.com very thank fun you, stuff you. very casual man you are true to life uh, maybe after you close your <laughs> laptop like your quinta and break it you just slam it and you say well, fuck everybody. But man, the way you carry yourself is just super positive because I've seen some switches change. Like I'm like, I'm happy when uh, don't, don't worry. I can be a miserable fuck, but uh, yeah, man, you know, in, in this environment what doing this speak? stuff, I mean, dude, it's honest to God. Like I, I really love this shit, man. You know, I, I, I love doing this shit. I'm genuinely 
like I'm, I, you know, I still, it's all like unbelievable to me. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's unbelievable that these guys give me the time of day. I'm like, I've, you know, I've said it a bunch of times, but like, I, I, I really, you know, I couldn't be more grateful for it. Like it is, you know, it's, it's like, uh, you grow up as a kid and, uh, you dream about like being on ESPN and all that shit. And then like, yeah, you know, I got to go do like PFL and all that shit. Like I can go into the ESPN app and like click on something and hear my own fucking voice. Like that's crazy to me, man. That's fucking, oh, how, that's how? crazy like, to me. On a press conference or like, you're yeah, using... the, the post fight pressers at PFL were on ESPN wow. plus, which is, it's wild to me, man. Like, and, and yeah, like all, you know, all, all these guys who absolutely do not, you know, they don't, nobody owes you nothing in life. Nobody owes you nothing. Nothing's guaranteed. So yeah, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta enjoy it. I think that's really the key. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't fake being like genuinely passionate about something as, as corny of an answer as that is. No, man, you exude happiness as simple. (laughs) That's not, I don't know if that's something a ton of people in my life would agree with, but like I said, in this environment, the cold calling and that, that reminded me of the Will Smith movie, the, uh shooting your shot basically the the pursuit of happiness when he's just he sees the list (laughs) and he just goes straight to the top and it it ends up working out and it's you never know man you you can't get what you don't ask for and i absolutely man i was about to say one like you know one of the one of the few you know big things that i have learned in my short time on this earth is just that you know a closed mouth doesn't get fed you know what i mean nobody's gonna give it to you nobody's gonna serve life up on a silver platter like you, you just got to do it you got to chase it 100 man and uh what are your uh media goals uh i, I literally presented <laughs> this to ray longo of course um the great striking coach out of law mma longo and weidman mixed martial arts academy and garden city on commercial avenue i presented it, i said ray are you ready for the TV cameras to come in here? He goes, okay, buddy. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm serious, man. If I, if I come across some contact, if I could, I don't know, connect with somebody from the past, you'd never freaking know. I could totally, Al Yaquinta is There's like, a lot of characters in that gym. Wildly entertaining. Justin, if you get him going, entertaining. Dennis, firm in his opinions, also entertaining, <laughs> which is amazing. Steve Lee, that guy is made to be like uh, in, Congress fighting for mixed martial arts rights and fight like that guy is so well spoken, so cleaned up, zip tied. Yeah. Like he's gonna be like the the, the next Frankie Edgar in terms of like uh, the way he vocalizes and uh, his passion and his uh, respect and protection of the fighters. Like Steve Lee's in uh, Ray's hand in the gym in the future in great hands to Steve. I I just think TV cameras. I don't know what. Uh, MTV, they just show ridiculousness. Maybe some streaming <laughs> network, Fox, or somebody. There, there is a space there for it, man. What, what is that? My goal is to get, I don't know, Matt, Ray, and the whole gang on the cameras, and of course that'd be you and I getting on the tweeting <laughs> our airtime. Like, of being, course, <laughs> being goofballs, filming while they're trying to spar, and then we have to like trip them for the cameras. You know, like Jersey Shore stuff. Of course, like, of course. The whole so, like, some good old reality television. Exactly. The whole dorm house. If they. If, did you hear the story? Like Bryce Mitchell showed up at the house. He's fighting raccoons with Pumi. Like, yeah, yeah. Had all that crap on camera. So I don't know. Maybe in a year, five years, we'll get the reality show going. But <laughs> what are your specific media goals? That's a good question, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have anything that like set in stone. I think it's just like you know, at the end of the day, like you know, I'd I'd love to be able to quit my day job and just be able to make a comfortable living, like covering fighting. You know what I mean? I think that's the, uh, that's the ultimate goal, right? I can't really ask for much else. Well, you have the drive. You're literally like driving to these local (laughs) places. That dude, that's a step above. Like I I worked with a guy who we have Daniel Cormier, Francis and Ghana coming in the studios. We're interviewing them for UFC 220 out in Boston. John Vellante's out there. Shane Burgos, Calvin Cater. He doesn't want to make the trek, the trip. You got that in you, man. So it's like, come on. I That's know what you, you got to do, man, whether That's it's sitting on the do. toilet or laying on your couch after you smoke the blunt. What are some of your, <laughs> <laughs> your dreams and maybe a year or five year goals? I'm fascinated by you. <laughs> I, I appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm not all that interesting. But, uh, growing on me like a freaking <laughs> ringworm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. You know, it would be, you know, it would be awesome for, 
for the basement to take off to be able to do it in, independently you know renovations or you're talking about the platform the bookies basement yeah the <laughs> website i think it would be it would definitely be awesome for you know to be able to to support myself doing that do it independently do it my my own way but uh you know if not we'll we'll figure out whatever we got to figure out what does that entail is that is that a five day a week show is that <laughs> five hour podcast is that live on scene remote shows live from the Mohegan Sun. Imagine we're sitting there at the live yeah, broadcast table. Dude, I, yeah, I'm, I'm trying, you know, that's a fair point. I, you know, I've been talking to some, some people I'm trying to, I'm trying to get on the desk at a regional show. That's, that's one of my short-term goals. Get, get on the mic at, at some, some sort of local MMA event. Okay. How do we do it? I, I know Ray does this thing with Lou. Ray knows Lou knows Paul. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, man. No, I've been honestly, I'm approaching it the same way. I'm just kind of hitting people up and, you know, we'll see what happens. Eventually, eventually we'll make it happen. You practice patience, man. You're really doing it. And I respect it. And thank um, you, dude. I I really appreciate all of it. I'm about to name drop right now. Another person who practiced patience, who like has the the whole world ahead of him. I uh, had the opportunity to watch um, UFC 271 with Justin Montavo, the kid marvelous fighting this weekend, Bellator 274 alongside Aviv Gozali. I had the opportunity to watch UFC 271 with him and his family, which was awesome. Um, they didn't know that I was wearing a wire. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> uh, it's, it's amazing. Like everybody around him, you could kind of feel the, the energy like buzzing just for his success. Uh, like I'm even getting excited. Like I was practicing patience in interviews and sit downs and conversations with Justin, but then all of a sudden I get excited with the, the family. Like uh, maybe uh, his mother's uh, worried about what could happen. Maybe his father's excited when he could get uh, into the UFC. It's just excitement. And Justin just sitting there, sitting on the couch, farting, <laughs> just watching the fights, <laughs> taking it easy, digesting all that protein and peanut butter that he consumed. And it's like, Man, just the amount of patience and the uh, just sticking to the game plan. Like Dennis was literally like kissing the UFC with that fight against the guy that you pronounced his name beautifully. The guy with the crazy <laughs> speed and knockouts. And he's Melsic, two and oh, yeah. Two and oh, the scrap. Yeah. Like, I don't know how these guys practice patience. You've been around them a lot longer. Um, I've only just popped in for interviews, but you've like seen them for hours upon hours, upon days, upon years. Uh, what would you say is there just like, I don't know, the, the everyday attitude that is just a perfect level of ambition that they keep, like, how can you kind of explain that for us? That's a good question, man. I think, I think it varies to a degree kind of person to person. You know what I mean? I think people have, have different things that motiv- motivate them and just different, like, different things that make them tick but um I mean you know definitely discipline I think is a a big common denominator that there's just kind of a a higher level of discipline than the average average person possesses to be able to you know what I mean get get in that kind of shape and you know hone your technique like that cut weight and and all of that so um yeah I mean that that would definitely be a big one but um I yeah I do definitely think it's it's kind of like uh it's subjective you know meaning like uh like it's just like uh i'm trying to figure out how to how to best explain it like uh i thought you were gonna just hit a home run man like uh like just every everybody has different different things that motivate them i like i know that's what i said already but you know what i mean like i don't i don't think there's necessarily any one one thing that kind of unites everybody other than like i guess you know just being like a student of martial arts like being being there to level up and get better and train and and you know and and that's like top down i guess too you know that's not just like the the high level guys that's like the you know the the everyday guys that are just in there too like you know people a lot of people are in there just for the love of the game you know am am i overthinking this like is it just the blueprints kind of been laid with weidman volante of uh, the that generation and then this generation with al uh, uh oh my gosh uh al jermaine sterling uh yaquinta um and it's just dennis kid steve pumi they just kind of they kind of lean on that james gonzalez and everybody uh, i don't want to miss anybody but is it is it that simple that they just 
they ask their elders essentially like i know they're maybe like five to seven years older but is it that simple <laughs> come on man like you're there you're <laughs> you don't have a boom mic above the cage like that if i'm in there right like ray's like why you sweat i'm like don't worry don't worry about it like i'm gonna get <laughs> with the good fellas man come on give me some insights this is, you're the you're the you're the man with the you, <laughs> I, I appreciate that no um yeah i mean i think you know, I think guys have a lot of respect for the guys who, who are at the top. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I was, I was in the gym on Monday and Aljo was there teaching an MMA class. Okay. And, uh, now we're talking. You know, I'm, right. Like I'm still working, you know, I'm, I'm still working my way back into shape. I was, I was sick for a little bit, so I, I wasn't taking class, but, um, just the way that, you know, when, when Aljo stop, you know, when Aljo stops around and pauses to teach technique or, or, you know, to show what, whatever we're, we're, we're drilling or whatever it is, like, the whole, you know, it's dead silent. You could hear a pin drop other than Aljo talking. Like it is every, every single person is laser focused on him. And, you know, that goes for him. That goes for Frivola. That goes for Marab, you know, all, all of these guys, like, and, you know, not even just those guys, like, like, uh, you know, Damien teaching boxing and like wh whoever's teaching the class, like guys, there's, there's a lot of respect. You know what I mean? I think people, you know, people it's, it's, uh, I think a big part of martial arts is like, you know, for guys at that level, at least is being able to pass on, you know, what, what you've learned and kind of contribute to that, that next generation, like you said. So, yeah, I think that's definitely a part of it. You know, there's like a big, uh, there's, there's structure in place. Again, we're being joined by Harry Mac daddy at BB <laughs> Harry Mac on Twitter. Is it the same handle on Instagram? Uh, just at the bookies underscore basement on Instagram. I, it's funny we did the same exact thing i got the double handles on twitter but i got the one handle on instagram I'm that's like, right that's like, right you see where the the like the the tires start to slow down like <laughs> yep. you do not have a tiktok no, no. See, it's like, it's like that's, that's like the fun? one that's like the one form of brain poisoning i don't have <laughs> i i heard um it's like facebook now has been taken over long form for the 50 year old plus Instagram is now in Twitter is the 35 uh, year old range. And then TikTok, it's the teenagers just running away from us. They needed their own platform <laughs> and uh, Tinder's for everybody in between, I guess. But <laughs> right, right, man. Um, uh, funny story. I was just setting up, getting ready, went to the back, took off the jacket on that, uh, the, uh, the rack, the clothes rack, they got it there. It looks like the Salvation Army, <laughs> the way everybody throws their clothes on the <laughs> rack in the back of, uh, yep. MMA, but Aljamain Sterling was getting changed. And then I kicked down the door. No, uh, Aljamain Sterling <laughs> was getting changed and somebody was on the outside. They're having a conversation and I respect this. Uh, Justin and I are, are really connected because we're very similar in the fact that, yeah, Obviously, he practices martial arts at a much higher level, but we practice martial arts. Yeah, we could defend ourselves, but we don't necessarily like confrontation. You know, we're kind of right. passive and it's like, we'll tell you exactly how we feel at a low level. And it's like, then we get upset when nobody hears us and then we blow up, punch holes through walls. Oh, man, you, it was a crazy party at Justin's house. Crazy. But anyway, <laughs> um, Algermain Sterling pulling no punches. He was, uh, he was, it was, must've been a, a young guy who's trying to get into a pro uh, fight. He had a, a up and down amateur career and Aljo's like, you're not putting in the work. What do you expect? And the guy's like, yeah, man, but I, I I'm, I'm better on fight night. He goes, I'm, I'm a performer. I just, I step up on fight night. He goes, but you're not putting in your work. And I was just amazed. I was like, wow. I go, I don't know if this is who Aljo has been. Maybe his, his confidence is growing even more with the belt or after the Sanhagen, more of the attention, the podcast going on Rogan, like where it started, or maybe it's a, a day one, but that's pretty amazing that he's setting this guy straight. And if this guy doesn't listen, it, it's his fault. And it's, I respect it. So when you're telling me like Aljo commands the room, I believe him. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's like, you know, the like, some guys have a presence, you know what I mean? And, and Aljo definitely has that. Oh man. What was it like after the Khabib, uh, Quinta whole time in the gym that week was crazy. Uh, I, find uh, I wasn't, crazy. I wasn't there then. Oh man. Did you know that Justin was on the bus? I heard, I heard that in, uh, I think in, in your interview, right? Um, 
wait, were you, did you put the wire on me when I was in? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think the first time I heard it was, uh, well, maybe I just, I glossed. Oh, no, well, I'm an idiot. I heard that today on, uh, on the MMA hour. They were talking about it. Oh, I'm glad you're confused. Felix, Felix yeah. Perez, uh, from the gym. One of, one of Justin's friends, uh, tipped off like Helwani's producer and told him some story about, about Justin. And they, they talked about it on the MMA hour, which was very cool. Helwani did. Okay. Okay. Justin would, would have messed up, uh, cocaine Connor. Uh, I think Justin, could make <laughs> that'd be a great fight, but I know we've been uh BSing for a while now, but to the fights, man, ROC 75, Dennis, James, let's start with that. Uh, Dennis is main event. Yes, sir. Of course. Of course. The featherweight title on the line there against, uh, Josh roller. Oh man. I think Dennis is going to steamroll through this guy. Uh, another guy, he's got the, the backing of Albania. Levels, baby. There's levels to this. Do you think he's one big performance away from the UFC? Getting on an undercard? Or is it we're looking at the fall? Maybe he's that prelim, I, makes his debut yeah. at the MSG card? We'll see, man. We'll see. Like that, that would certainly be fucking dope. And, uh, you know, like, you know, he's got to be on their radar. Like he, he put on a hell of a performance on the contender series. Didn't, didn't get the result he wanted, but, uh, yeah, you know, since then he's just, he's been crushing dudes. So, and, uh, yeah. I mean, like you said, I, I, I think Dennis probably, you know, I, you know, you want to be respectful, but I, I think Dennis probably steamrolls this kid. Yeah. <laughs> is, um, you got an insight on his fight camp? Is this is this uh, rinse and repeat? We obviously saw the performance he put on. Is he, as he mentioned, he's taken it to another level? Like, uh, how's Dennis looking uh, during the process? Yeah, I mean, you know, he was he was telling me uh, in, in that interview that you mentioned earlier that um, you know, oh, like yeah. he he feels like he's healthier than he ever he's he's a you know than he's been in a long time. Uh, you know, he was he like was was sick for a while. Uh, had some had some issues with recovery after after COVID, but um. Yeah, you know, he says he's back to 100% now. He said he went went to Albania, got uh got right up there, the clean clean air, clean mountain air, and uh yeah, man, I think he's he's full speed ahead. He's ready to go. All right, Harry at BB Harry Mac. We're going to add the daddy some way somehow. <laughs> Let's fast forward 24 hours to Bellator 274 Saturday night. Aviv Gozali, number 9 lightweight. Woo! Shout outs to Israel, shout outs to Strong Island, shout outs to Aviv, his father, Sarah Renzo, Henzo, excuse me, Renzo. Jesus, sounded like, <laughs> hey, Renzo, Renzo Chiacchini. <laughs> It'll snap my head off in a second. But before Aviv, we also have Kid Marvelous, Justin Montavo. If you could give us a little preview to what you and I will see in person on Saturday, man. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, you know, I really, I think Kid is. You know, on the feet, kids striking is it's very, very good, man. For for MMA, the way that he hunts the body and just keeps working that liver shot and just doesn't, you know, you see a lot of guys start with it and then they'll abandon it or they'll go to it late in a fight, but he is just persistent with it, man. And it just wears guys down. It really does. I mean, I I couldn't believe that that uh that his last opponent in Bellator survived the three rounds, just taking a battering the whole time. That, uh, you know, there was a 10 8 round in there. Yeah, that guy problem. took damage. <laughs> he took damage. So, you know, I, I, I think we'll probably see another, another similar performance from Kid. I, I, I think he should be able to outstrike this kid. And as for Aviv, you yeah, know, can he outdo 11 seconds? Uh, yeah, exactly, dude. The submission king, six and oh, six submissions. I mean, it, you know, I didn't know it was six for six. Holy, yeah, shit. man. Yeah, he's that that jujitsu is no joke, man. No joke at all. And his striking has just gotten so much better over over the last couple of years. You know, since since uh, since he got to to law, started training with Ray. So you know, he's still so young. He's only twenty one years old. And and you know, kid is only a kid's twenty three. Twenty five. Twenty five. That's right. Other statesman. Yeah, there you go. Both, you know, both so young in the in the in the fight game, and with, with so much room to still grow and improve. Uh, I, I think both men walk away with their uh, their their perfect records intact. Both guys keep their zeros. Wow, wow. Uh, now you don't have to name names, but in the gym, man, does is Aviv giving everybody trouble on the floor? 
<laughs> of course, that, man. He's, he's, that jujitsu is no fucking joke at all. Because you think like he's he might be like a prodigy. Now, I didn't know it was six for six. You hear the stories about him and his father training with Matt. Oh, now you're looking it up. I see it in your glasses. I'm making sure. I'm Maybe almost I got to get positive. the anti-glares because people see me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But uh, it's like. Yeah, six for six. If his father started, I heard, I think, 20 to 25 years ago. I mean, around that same time, he sprouted out a, a little clone of him named uh, Aviv. <laughs> it's like, how long do you know this? How long has Aviv been on the mats? Is he like since five? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fairly sure. I've, I've listened to some interviews with him, and stuff like that, and yeah, I'm pretty sure he started as a as a kid with his dad. Could be like the Israeli version of three hundred. <laughs> oh yeah, man. No, it's uh, it's it's nice to have a a fellow tribesman, you know, doing it in MMA at a high level where we aren't, uh, you know, super well represented. Oh, I thought you were Irish. Where's the no, back? No, no. Is it Mac? <laughs> Mac is a uh, it's um, what do you, what do you fucking call it? A uh, a, a pseudonym. Age name? Is that what it is? It's a name. A know. name I write and make content under. <laughs> okay, now I see the stern hair. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> oh man, Harry, you're, you're the man. You've got a day job. <laughs> One day, man. One day. Yeah, exactly. You leave your day job. You will no longer have to. Uh, Lick Ray's ball. No, I'm just <laughs> think of something funnier. Bad. Uh, at BB Harry Mac on Twitter, at Bookie's Basement on Instagram. Harry, appreciate the time. I appreciate the insight and uh, can't wait to see you in person this weekend, brother. I really appreciate the short notice, man. That's right, man. And uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing you up there. I, I, I really do appreciate you having me on, man. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. We'll, we'll definitely have to do it again sometime. What's up, everybody? It's your boy with my boy, Marco Beriando. And I hope they say it correctly for the Flex Fight Series, New York versus Florida 2 this Saturday, Patchog, New York, where Marco is also 1-0, and where he put on a dominating performance in his first fight. He's going for that 2-0, and a very important second fight. A lot of fighters, you see them, they, they go one-on-one and they start to lean away from martial arts. The second fight, you know, the first fight's an experience. The second fight, that could set you on your way. So, Marco, at Cali Jute, uh, excuse me, at Cali Jitsu on Instagram. Marco, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. Never felt better. Just ready to perform on Saturday. You know, weight cut's going smooth. Everything feels amazing. Never felt better. Fantastic, man. Uh, now, I saw this. Is this per your request, uh, the 140-pound catchweight? What, what's the deal with that? I mean, to be honest, like, I'm looking to come for the 35 title. Like, I'm going to just throw that out there. I don't mind sharing my business. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm coming for, and uh, somebody's holding it, and unfortunately, that's mine, you know? Um, but I have been training, you know, and I do respect the person that, that's holding it because he is a good fighter. His name's Rocco. You know, I did my research on him. He's a Renzo oh, Gracie man. guy. Last name, yeah, shaved head, right? Little beard. Yeah, yeah, he's oh, holding my belt, you know. <laughs> he's a tough cat. Yeah, no, most definitely. But um, you know, like I said, like I do have utmost respect for him because he, he is like uh, an outstanding fighter. I've seen his uh, his striking and his ground game looks to be a part too. Um, but the the catchweight, I'm not too sure what's happening, bro. But at the end of the day, like I like to fight, you know. So at the end of the day, like if it's if they told me 40, 35, like you know, I'm down for it. But 35 is where I'm gonna be at. Now, I, I'm starting to learn about these. You see on the flex fight guys, they're like, oh, I'm number seven in New York. In my weight yeah. class, I'm number two. I'm number one. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm like, wow, that's pretty freaking crazy that the number one New York guy is fighting the number one California guy. Are, are you that, like, locked in? And it's like you start to turn into, like, a call of duty, like uh, uh, your K versus D ratio. You're, like, very obsessed about it. Or do you just – just ride the Cali wave into the fight. What is exactly your mindset in between fights? Um, just to be honest, it's whoever, whoever wants to get it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, we don't like, I think as a fighter, like, and like I explained this to everybody, cause like the big question to everybody, like every time they, they like, uh, like ran into me, like when they see the cauliflower, they ask about fighting. And then the big question is always what goes through your head when you walk in there or like, are you not scared? And the thing is like, I sat there and I thought about it. We were like, but like my natural response is just like, if you think about it, 
once they close that cage, it's either he's going to fuck you up or you're going to fuck him up. You know what I mean? Like, excuse my French, but like, that's just the way it works. You know, at the end of the day, like, I like, I don't want him to hurt me. So at the end of the day, your instincts kick in. Uh, like when I told them, like the first time when I stepped in, I felt like I was a gladiator in a coliseum. They were just chanting for the kill, you know? And it's like, if the lion gets you, he's going to kill you, you know? But as a gladiator, you have to go and like, take him out, you know? And that's whenever, that's where the celebration comes from. So that's just my constant like thought. Like, it's just like, it's either kill or be killed. Now you wrestled, obviously you were a successful wrestler. I've seen the tape of it. Uh, you mentioned your father was there, uh, for your yeah. matches, Man, you are you're skilled, you're strong, you're fast, you're very strong for the weight class. Uh, wrestling can be uh, many matches in a week, many matches in a season. And it, the Dan Gable quote, once you wrestle in life, everything in life is easier. You are fighting now. Um, have you figured out, you know, how, how to kind of, I guess you'd say pace yourself for maybe the, the four, the six, the eight weeks out from the fight, as opposed to uh, training for during a wrestling season. Yeah, most definitely. Of course, like, uh, you know, a big thing, like in, in the beginning, it was like, uh, like they were worried about my weight, like about weight cutting, but it's <laughs> like, it's calm chatter. You know what I mean? Cause we like through high school, I like, do like, it's, it's pretty fucked up, but like That's sometimes you even start stuff just to, yeah, just to make weight. You know what I mean? Like I remember there was times like uh, some of my boys were like making themselves throw up in the bathroom. Like we would take laxatives. Like it's so much behind the scenes that uh, I feel like a lot of people don't uh, understand it. Like even today, like I was working, you know, and um, I'm just like not in the best mood because I'm cutting weight. So my meals are going down, you know, like my carb intake is low. So like, I just didn't want to be, I, I work at a gym. So like, just being around people, like, and everybody's talking to me, I was like, fuck, you know, like, please, like, I just, I'm just hungry, I'm hangry, uh, <laughs> but to be honest, that's where it all comes from, man, like, just, you know, being strong to be able to push through that, it's part of the game, you know, everybody says, why do you do it, it's just part of the game, you know, like, these are, like, like, just like, um, you know, for example, uh, you want to get that OT, you know, you got to pay rent at the end of the day, you're going to come to work, and you're going to pick up as many hours as you can, same thing with that, you know, even if you're, like you're, you're feeling like your, your stomach's caving in, your, your organs are like rolling and stuff. Cause that's what it feels like, bro. I'm not going to lie. You know, like, and like the dehydration part too, is just all part of the game, man. And I, I feel like people fail, fail to credit that a lot. You're definitely uh big for the weight class. Uh, again, we're being joined by at Cali Jitsu, Marco Berriondo fighting this Saturday, February 19th in Patchog stereo garden. Flex fight series, New York versus Florida two. Uh, can you give us some insight to how much uh, I've seen one forty catch weight? I know you're talking about one thirty five. Are you floating in the high one fifties? Yeah, I'll tell okay. you right now. So I mean, uh, for example, like my last fight, I weighed in at one thirty nine. I walked into that cage weighing at one hundred and fifty five pounds. Damn. Yeah. So, so my weight cuts are really well. Like, you know, like my, my rate cuts are like really good. And like, cause I'm, I'm aware of what, what, like what could do it for me and what can't, you know? And I know what, what, like, um, what eating the wrong way will do to me and how much more work I would have to do to cut that weight. You know, like, uh, right now I'm like, uh, in between like 48 to 46, but that's just like watching okay. my meals and stuff. But once I carb up and eat and everything, I'll jump back up to uh 55, 58. Wow. Wow. So more domination. What are some of the uh, new techniques? Uh, obviously you have the strong oh, wrestling breaks, uh, uh, base, you know, learning the striking. What, can you give us some insight? I'm fucking excited to, to demonstrate my striking. Okay. I'll tell you that much. Cause like, I know, I know he's expecting me to, to just grapple it out. Fuck no, bro. We can stand up if you want to baby. I, I got a lot coming on, like wow. not to sound like anything, but I have some of the best coaches in, in the, in the game right now. And like, uh, Xavier helped me a lot. Uh, Hansel Urena helped me a lot. Uh, Rob Weiser, uh, his name's like Box Weiser on Instagram. You guys should check him out. Hell of a uh, striking coach, like uh, some of the best in the game. And my uh, my boy Chami too. Uh, he's uh, he's on Warriors Nation too. He's a big help as well. Uh, just looking to to display that man. Like um, like I didn't like I didn't take a, a second fight instantly because for one, I I obviously had some jujitsu stuff I had to take care of. I just won a title, um, but. Like, mainly, man, like, I just, every time I go out there, I want to be a new fighter. I want to be, like, to display why I don't belong in Amis no more. To display why I belong in a bigger, in a, in a bigger arena. And um, that's what I'm looking to demonstrate this fight. Uh, 
uh, it's going to be a better performance, most definitely. Like, I feel like my other fight was a, a lot of grappling. This time, I should be able to hit him in the face while he's on the floor. So if I don't knock him out on, on my feet, then I should take it to the ground and I'll mow him there. But most definitely, I feel like, uh, like I said, I, I feel like the best I've ever been in my life. And my hands, man, like my kicks, everything just feel delicious, you know? <laughs> <laughs> definitely not for your opponent, man. Uh, I, this fight's <laughs> going to be awesome, man. I'm really happy to uh, to see what you got cooking. Uh, how many Thank teammates you. are going to be on the card? So uh, I have Josh. We got Michael. I have Kate. Uh, I have my son, BG, in there. Uh, yeah, just four of us. Four of us nice. warriors. Nice. Yeah, four and zero, baby. Let's look to it. You know, that's fantastic. I, I believe in all my all my fellow warriors, and we train hard with each other, uh, just constantly pushing each other. Like even when we're not in the gym, just constantly hitting each other up, just reminding each other, like, "Yo, you're a fucking warrior." You know, you're about it, and this is your life. You know. Now, have you seen? Uh, are Are you the main event for this card? No, 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 I'm not. Unfortunately, not. It's uh, my brother is actually doing it. Josh, Josh Abrams, he's fighting for the title against Adam. Did you? Uh... That's in the main card. Oh, Adam uh, Levine or something? Like Yeah, so, I know so it. my brother Josh. Yeah, he's doing it. Ah, woo! Yeah, yep, yep. Um looking forward to that I'm, fight, man. I'm my sure brother's gonna do it. You're the main event. On what? What look watch. No joke. Uh, <laughs> Are you serious? This is gonna be hysterical. Oh my gosh. I was not aware of this. If we go to the event, can you see this? Yeah, I can see it. There we go. Flex. You see? Oh, wow. Dude. Oh, well, actually, I'm not fighting that guy no more. This is a sign, though. Main event? <laughs> Hopefully, you know, I'm looking forward to it. If it is, then, you know, like, I'm looking to clock in, clock out, put a bigger show than I did last time, you know? That's why I was like, oh, shit. I was like, no problem. If Marco's got to blow me off, man, he, he's got the freaking main event I energy. I get it. <laughs> Listen, man, I, like I tell everybody, no matter who I'm fighting, no matter who I'm fucking with, no matter what company, what organization I'm fighting for, at the end of the day, my loyalty stands where it's at. Like Warriors Nation, I'm sticking with them for life. Um, you know, and like everybody who supports me now, I know what fake love feels like, feels like and I know what real love feels like. You feel me? Like in you out of everybody, like, you, you have been one of the people that, you know, like, you showed me love in the beginning, dude. I was working fucking front desk, and you gave me the utmost respect still. So, for that, like, you know, like... To, had to, so man. I you were freaking it. doing the gable grip on me, kicking my ass on the turf. I was like, respect, <laughs> respect, respect. <laughs> no, no, no. No, but, like, thank you, man. Like, I greatly appreciate that. And, like, even now, like, you doing this interview, in the future, I'll repay it to you even more, man. Like, when I make it big, you could, you know, most definitely yep. be there as well. God bless you, man. I, I just, I don't know. The... I feel great things are coming for you, man. And we spoke be before the recording about uh, your social media influence. It's like you got talent. And I'm starting to see more and more that, uh, uh, I don't know, we, we're right on the fringe of the Conor McGregor era being in our rearview mirror. You know, if you speak well, not only if you fight well, but if you speak well, carry yourself a certain way. Maybe it's I don't know, Kevin Holland. Uh, even Hamzat's pretty cool on social media. There's just yep. as long Israel, as Israel put on a good a good social media flex this this uh this fight though. Who? Like he said it himself. Who did? Uh, um, Adesanya. He went big on social media and on everything, like flexing in his in his like uh in his uh designer stuff, bro. Like he said he wanted to do it big, you know. And like I I respect that. I fuck with that heavy. I respect with the pulling off the pearls the nails yep. very yep. much with this feminine side or you know what it, i think we're really going to start to see like uh clothes websites it's, it's not going to say male or female it's just going to be clothes it's going to just be whatever you so, want so speaking about clothes i am having a clothing drop after i win my fight so after i win my fight i'm looking to put out a hoodie uh i could i, I don't want to go too much into detail as to what it is but like uh it's going to be something that's mixed with martial arts and uh, psychedelics. Wow. You know I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's a really wavy, like a uh, design. Uh, my friend, uh, Ness, he's a purple on jujitsu. He's helping me design it as well. Like I drew it out, but he's a graphic designer. And so he's making the image crisp, you know? So definitely look to cop that up. Uh, you know, all right. All right. <laughs> and staying with the uh, social media, man. And what I was saying, I just, 
the limelight's going to come, whether it's CES out in New England, whether it's the CFFC, whether it's ROC in the next step of your mixed martial arts uh, pro career, um, God willing, um, just the camera and the limelight, it, it's going to come to you, man. It seems like you, you just, you have talent, whether it's singing, whether it's acting improv, it's funny when you just, you do the emotional, when you do the comedy, when you like, you're talking to yourself talent, man, it, it really is talent. Where, where does that come from? Is that just being a people person or is this who you always were? Um, I mean, like as a, as a kid, like I was always the class clown, you know oh, what I mean? Really? Like, I, there you go. <laughs> yeah, like I, I was, I was pretty bad as a kid. Like I, I love to make everybody laugh. There you that go. was my thing. Like, and I thought about it, like, like in, even thinking about it now and rephrasing that is like, uh, when I was in school, they, like I would always get in trouble and they would ask me like, why are you doing it? I just like to make people laugh. That was, that was my excuse. I like to make people laugh and, and kid, the kids were enjoying it. And they looked at me like, that's such a bullshit excuse. Well, guess what? I'm an adult and I still give myself that excuse because that's what it is. Like, I love to see people happy. Even if I'm in my shittiest point, I will forever uplift everybody around me. I you know, because, that. yeah, like even like walking in New York, you know, no matter what, I just be like, hey, how you doing? Or like, hey, have a good day. Even if they don't respond, you don't know if somebody's going to their house to blow their brains out. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know what somebody's going through. They could have lost their, like, their, their best friend, their girlfriend, their, like, their boyfriend, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, just with that little, hey, how are you doing? could change everybody's life from here to here you get what i'm saying wow wow that's so that's just the way i live day-to-day -day life and i you are one of those cats man who who makes things look easy it's like i don't want to hear about the successful guy who's just a pain in the ass to everybody around him he's just like friction everything's grinding around him i want to hear about the successful guy who makes things look easy man and you're, you're a grinder. You, you put in the work, you put in the hours on the mat at your job, just as a human being. And you make it look easy that I respect. it. Thank you. I greatly appreciate that. And like uh, that one thing about the job thing, like, you know, uh, something I do want to say for whoever's watching this. And like, uh, I'm even going to say this after I win my fight, um, you know, just for all athletes, I feel like we, like I speak for all of us, just um, you don't see enough of us and you might see not the best of us. Because life hits, real reality hits, you know, financially, everything hits. We have to work because we don't make a lot of money off of this stuff. You know, like you guys love to watch us, but like, you know, you could also support us. You feel me? So there's more than enough uh, resources to be able to do so. And we're available for it. You want to see more of us then help us out. That's all I could say. Yeah, man. It's, it's funny. You got the, the big four sports, baseball, basketball, hockey, mm -hmm and uh football and it's like fighting man it's it's like 100 years ago it's basically where yeah. you hear these baseball players who are playing for the yankees and then they have a full-time job at like a factory or i mean yep. it's like it's a grind man it, it, this era this generation of fighter it, it's i you might be on the wave you're young enough i think you're what are you 22 23 i'm turning 23 uh in april See, there you go. By the time you're 30, it should be, man, like the minimum for the UFC guys. It, it might be 50 to show, 50 to win. So you never know. But And, and that's, that's even, that's good. But, you know, like the yeah, highest not, paid athlete right now is a soccer player. You know, no disrespect uh, to, to soccer players. Messi? No, Ronaldo. 50 mil something? Yeah, about. He's the highest paid athlete in any sport. You know, so like. And, like, I'll tell you this much, man. Like, no disrespect, like, to, to soccer, to any other sports. Like, my pops, he plays soccer, and he loves it, you know? But at the end of the day, bro, like, it's like um, they don't they don't put a lot at risk like we do. You know, not for nothing, but, like, we go out there. Like, even in training, bro, you know, we're out here, like, you know, like, pulling limbs, uh, fucking hitting each other, you know what I mean? Like, this shit takes tolls on our body, believe it or not. And I feel like I said, like, a, a lot of this shit takes, like, People don't take it into accountability. They just go, like, you know, pay a ticket. We don't get that majority of the ticket. And they watch the fight. And it's like, boom, boom, boom. Have a good day. And now we're fucked. You know what I mean? Like, now we're just like, okay, we'll wait for the next fight. Maybe we can make just enough to be able to live a good life or above average. You know? And so, like, you know, like, maybe at least for right now, that's the way it is. But for sure, when I make it big, I'm going to um, I'm gonna look to, like, help a lot of, like, a lot of the social media shit. That's why I'm building it up right now. Like I'm big on networking a lot, you know, no matter what I do, whether it's fucking TikToking, Instagramming, like no matter what, bro, like a lot of people do like, do like, um, 
I don't say downgrade, but like they do talk shit about me doing like TikToks and shit. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like it's okay with me because at the end of the day, like um, I feel like people are just mad because I'm doing what I'm doing, being me. You feel me? Like, like it's just you're you're like you might be mad because you're not able to to like uh be diverse in that sense and be okay with it. There's such a high level of fucking machismo and fighting that nobody is comfortable with fucking you know doing some funny shit or like you know like like something out the norm. And I'm okay with that because there's more to fighting than just fighting. And I feel like everybody fucking forgets that. One of my teammates told me the other day, uh, you know what we've been trying to do? We've been trying to have a little bit more fun because we forget to have fun. And that's the biggest thing, man. Never suck the fucking fun out of what you love to do. You know what I mean? Like every day I show up, yo, I know I'm going to go see Andrew. You know what I mean? Like go chill with him, have fun. You know what I mean? Like seeing my boys in jujitsu. I know we're going to be cracking some fucking jokes talking about girls like all this stuff you know what i mean and it's like that's part of it bro you know what i mean you don't go to work clock in and just <laughs> you no know, you like actually hey what's up bro like dude guess what i just got to argue with my wife like oh this time the third oh you know what i mean like oh dude did you see that girl in the gym like bro there's so much shit that happens and people forget to live life you know what i mean but then again don't get it confused because like a, a big thing that my dad says you can't be faithful to two gods and what that means is don't um don't try to have a regular life with a million dollar dream. You get what I'm saying? So like I can't be out here uh not sacrificing a social life while trying to like to become the best uh, fighter in the world. You know? You so, seems like you're enjoying the process, enjoying the journey. Oh fuck yeah, I love it, dude. It's my lifestyle. Like if you look at my Instagram, this is all I do. You know, my that's all my life consists of. And you know, maybe here and there I'll go out with my friends, you know what I mean? Like There'll be times, I'm not going to lie, there's times where I do slack and, like, I go out a little bit more than I should, that I know I check myself. Or maybe sometimes my friends will tell me, too, yo, Callie, you're wild, and, bro, like, you know, you got to stay focused. I'm like, all right, cool, thank you, I appreciate that. That's, those are your real friends. You know what I mean? Because anybody could be like, oh, you just want your fight, bro, let's go fucking drink. You know, don't worry about the next one. You know, the next one comes, you get fucked up, and that's that. I've seen now... Um... Again, we're being joined by Marco Berriando at Cali Jitsu on Instagram. He's fighting Flex Fight Series this Saturday, February 19th in Patchogue Exterior Garden, New York versus Florida. Two better kick Florida's ass, even though I feel like New York and Florida is like cousins, like if there's like a state versus state relationship. But um, somebody fought at Flex in the same card as Pedro on October 16th, Justin Montavo. Been getting pretty cool with, pretty close. Really, uh, He's a quiet dude, but once you get to know him, he opens up. He's 25. He's maybe within the next year, 15, 18 months of getting in the UFC. If God's willing, man, you never know. Um, but oh, his father. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Kid, Mar Kid Marvelous or something? Yep. Yeah. Um, dude, I like his body shots, bro. Those shits are sick. Like, I, I was there. I was actually there for his, uh, when, when it was Triton, when they fought in Tampa. And, and he dropped that dude, the, the, that white dude, the, the dude with the tan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude, dude, I was just so hanging out with him. We watched that fight for the first time. I was like, man, this guy is tan as shit. It looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he, was, he was fucking orange. And, and the, the <laughs> fact that the, the octagon was like uh, was red didn't help. You know, but, but of course, respect. He did, he did put up a good fight. But Justin's fucking body shots, bro, like, I really respect that. Because that's one of the biggest things my dad tells me. Always go, uh, everybody headhunts. You know, nobody really focuses on the body. And my son, True. Justin, does a really good job of doing that, bro. So, utmost respect to you. Dude, maybe one time, uh, either I could try to get him to come down to War Nations because I, I got to get there. I've been slacking. I know uh, I want yeah, to do this in person and vice versa. If you could come out to law on Long Island. Um, yeah. Dude, it's so funny. I just I signed up for Sarah now. I'm, I'm doing my thing. I don't know if you can see the, the redness. People elbow me. The, the fat older guys, just they just lay on top of you. Um <laughs> Somebody yeah, I believe talking to like, man, you you know that dude Andrew Franco, and I'm just like, I'm changing, you know, I'm just doing yeah. my thing, acting, holding a microphone above it. No. <laughs> um, and all of a sudden they're like, man, that guy Andrew, oh, I just, I and I go, do you want me to text him? They're like, no, 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 we're cool, we're cool. He he beat us, we got, we're cool, respectful. And I I, I literally, <laughs> twenty minutes later when this happened, I call Andrew. I go, yo, Drew, wake up. And he's like, well, what's up, 5-0? I go, yo, they're talking about you. He goes, what's new? And he just hung up the phone and went back to sleep. I go, that's a boss move. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, drifting, Andrew, I'm drifting. But my point is, 
you mentioned some friends, maybe they could pull you in a certain direction. What I'm seeing uh, being around Justin Moore and where they have the they're they're on the cusp, man, of getting that UFC four fight deal. And then you see where you go from there. Justin's mm-hmm. father is just hammering home his circle that he doesn't want people pulling him the wrong direction. His father is uh, like screened me, basically. He Like, oh, what's your background? Oh, I saw you this on the site. Oh, you this. And uh, he wanted to make sure that I wouldn't influence Justin in a negative way. And I had to explain that I trained too. Like I, I could die, lose weight. Like I'm, I'm about to grind. And it's like, I respect it, man. So basically I'm letting you know, man, if you can't do that, those handy nights or some of the, the, the hangouts with the Chica all of a sudden she's like, yeah, just come on. You know, it's three in the morning, come over. It's like sacrifices, yeah. man. So, uh, and yeah, I think you're the type of person that's ready for that grind. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it's it's my life, dude. Like, and like, honestly, like, like I tell everybody, like, you go to work and you know you save your money for something bigger. So that's this is me going to work and you know looking to it for the bigger picture. I'm saving up for that, you know, and like all the knowledge I obtain, I'm looking to display that. And like, like everybody says, uh, are you ever scared somebody's catch gonna catch onto your game? Never that. Because I'm always going to improve and I'm always going to become a better fighter, no matter what. It's a white belt mentality for life, baby. Wow. Amazing, man. Amazing. So are we getting a title fight within this year? Uh, yes, that's that's the goal. You know what I mean? And like like I said, I, I respect them, but you're holding something that's that's supposed to be mine. Wow. Amazing, man. How's uh, how's the personal life? How's the how's the girl? How's the fam? Everything's cool. Yeah, everything's cool. Uh, I mean, as far as like, uh, like girlfriends, man. Like, I had a rough patch last year. You well, said these girlfriends last with years. an S. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as far as girlfriends, like in general, you know, because <laughs> like to be honest, you man, gotta like, fight them off, you man. Especially you're showing your personality, dude. You are a catch, man. Just again, <laughs> distractions. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not even that. Like, I like. You know, like I was just about to say, like, you know, like two years ago, I was in a little like uh, like a little phase of being like depressed over somebody. But like I I dug myself out of that hole. You know, I just been focusing on me, man, like becoming a better me, because at the end of the day, if like somebody leaves you, you never want them to find you in the same place they left you at. So apart from that, like, you know, yeah. So like because if he does like ever come back, bro, like I'm obviously don't you don't want to be the same person, bro. Like, fuck out of here. You want to upgrade, you know. Uh, But anyways, like going back to that topic, I just been focused on me, bro, like. You know, anybody like that I even think about investing my time to has to be worth it because there's just so much on my plate right now. Like fighting is my first relationship. My job is my second relationship, you know, and and sometimes like right now I'm not in school anymore, but like it's because I'm really focused on getting this title. But like that that's my third relationship. You know what I mean? And of course, always the relationship with the higher power. But, you know, apart from that, like Earth has been treating me really well. And like I, I fuck with the energy that it's giving me. And I feel like uh, there's there's a lot in my path that's coming up. And, you know, I've been manifesting a lot. And, of course, bro, like, just positivity spreads throughout the whole um, the whole plantation, you know? Now, how are we looking? How many abs we got? I know you're normally ripped, but is this, like, peak, peak, peak shape? Are you, like, crazy shredded? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty shredded right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. And when, and when I get to, um, when I get to, to, to the face-offs, you'll see, bro, like, I, I'm... I'm ready to, to to take take this kid out, bro, with all due respect. Amazing, man. Amazing. And uh hit up Chris, hit up Nick, the the owners of the Flex Fight, man. Keep pushing, man. Keep pushing. You deserve to get it. You 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 speak well, you fight well, Thank you walk and you talk. It's amazing, man. And only great things on the horizon for you and the Warriors Nation fam. Again, Marco Berry Ando at Cali Jitsu on Instagram. Fighting this Saturday Flex Fight Series, New York versus FL2. Let's go, New York. Aru. Let's go, Marco. Here we go, brother. Go, Aru. Next year, <laughs> in the main event. Tough fight. I yes, can't sir. wait for it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, that's my brother right there, man. He, he works hard for his, and uh, he's only been doing it for two years, bro. And, you know, he, he deserves it. He deserves it. He's a fucking hard worker. One of the hardest working like people I know. And hell of a fucking person, too, bro. Genuine heart, too. Amazing right. guy. Joshua Abrahams, man. Hopefully 4-0 for the Warriors Nation yep. on Saturday. And then you okay. guys can enjoy the wonderful bars and patchwork. That that was my stomping ground growing up, man. A lot of stories. I've been knocked out there, and I've almost knocked up somebody there. <laughs> <laughs>
I was, Dude, not, not, I was dropped. Like I got yeah. sucker punched. I got dropped. <laughs> I remember the bouncer was holding me up. Like he scooped me under my armpits and he's like, are yeah. you good? I go, what the fuck? <laughs> you were like, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I will enjoy the social media influence that you got going. And of course, what you do with your fists, you work with your hands, you earn your money with your hands. And I respect it, Marco. Thank you for the time, brother. Of course. Was- Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.